Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are the 19096 Podcast. I am John. He is Rick. Say hi, Rick. Uh-oh. It's been a while. There we are. Hi, Rick. And you're back. And you're there. Yes, I am here. Rick? Uh-oh. Can you hear me? Technical difficulties. Well, for those that uh, care, we are a super narrow niche podcast about the Philadelphia Eagles. We don't make predictions. We don't gamble. No power rankings. We have never played a down of football or a down of NFL football or Division One college football. We are Eagles fans. Simple as that. Rick, are you there? I am here. Can you hear me? I cannot hear you. Oh, I think I hear you. How about now? Unmute your mic. Hello? And... Hello? Uh-oh. How about this? Nope. Now, this is what happens when you take 140 days off, folks. You are a little rusty getting in and out of, uh... Uh... Out of this, uh... In and out of the app. All right. Rick will be back on in a second. In the meantime, uh... Yeah, it's been 140 days. I'm filling. Oh, Rick's back on. How about now? John, can you hear me? It looks like there's got to be something wrong speech, with your speakers. You. <laughs> oh, wait. Have we figured it out? John, can you hear me? I can hear you now. I think I may have had faulty headphones. Uh, what's the name of this app? How does this work? <laughs> I don't know. What button do I push? Calling? I, I feel like dad all of a sudden. <laughs> hey, watch it there. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yes, Rick, we are it's back. It's been 140 days. I know we, we, it's not like we haven't talked in 140 days, but I have one, one easy question just right off the top. What's your outlook for our Philadelphia Eagles You know, going into training camp, fresh eyes, new team? Any, any thoughts right off the bat? Uh, Super Bowl or bust? Oh, okay. There you go, folks. You 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 heard it here first. I mean, Rick's- really, no one no one at this time of the year says, you know what? We just want to back into the playoffs and be a eight and eight team or a nine and eight team, right? No, that's true. Yeah, uh, optimism reigns eternal. Yes, yes. That's why we play the game, John. Yeah, well, and, you know, let's be honest, we, uh, you know, if you read all the articles, you know, listen to all the polls, hear all the talking heads talking on TV like they do, the Eagles have reason to be hopeful. The uh, Super Bowl is a bit of a stretch, but people are liking what uh, Mr. Mr. Howie did this year, that's for sure. Yes, yes, Howie's been very deft at getting some good players in here. Yeah, well... Uh, he did that at one point a couple of years ago, and uh, the Dream Team, and that, that didn't fare too well. But, you know, well, second time's a charm. Second yes. time's a charm. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Rick, I, ha- here, I have, since, since this is a, we don't have a game. So typically, for those that are listening the first time, or for the first time, we typically talk about last week's game, next week's game, other things going around in the NFL. Well, obviously, the Eagles didn't play last Sunday. And they're not playing this Sunday. So we really are kind of you know, looking at the Eagles for the first time in, like I said, 140 days. And I thought we would take the time. I have come up with 
the top 10 questions, observations, and thoughts about the Philadelphia Eagles heading into 2022. And I have eight of them. So in the meantime, I figured while we're going through the first eight, I'll come up with two more. Uh, so, Rick, do you want me to kick off with the first one? Because I think it's a question that everyone needs, wants an answer to. Probably one um, of the top questions as an Eagles fan that needs answered sooner rather than later. Yeah, well, back to the previous point that you were saying, the Eagles do play on August 12th, so maybe during this hour we can preview that game. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, that's just kidding, uh, of course. Yeah, two weeks away. Yeah, yeah. Right? Two weeks yes, away. John, hit me with a question. Okay, so the question that you know every Eagles fan should be asking, and again, this is we're not making predictions. This is what we hope will happen. You know, I, I want to be I want to be very clear about what what we're doing here. We're not making predictions. What we're hoping this will happen. Um, you know, and one form or another. Blah, 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 blah. But here's the question. What team will Jalen Rager be on on opening day? Um, I think the USFL season just ended. Uh, so he's, <laughs> so not the Philadelphia Stars? Uh, no, I do not think so. Maybe he'll just go across the parking lot to the indoor uh, team. for the. Now, I, I really think they're going to – I mean, they've brought in some uh, new receivers and – you know, I wouldn't be surprised if he's not on this uh, opening day roster. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. What about I, you, I, John? What do you think? Uh, well, the the rumor mill says they're shopping him around still. Um, so but is is there is is there really a market for Jalen Rager? What a uh, a subpar wide receiver who doesn't who doesn't play every down. You know, doesn't uh, commit to every down and has hands of stone, and uh, has average speed. And is terrible returning punts. Yes, yeah, muffs punts. Uh, yeah. yeah, there's a market somewhere. You know, <laughs> they need hitting dummies. Yeah, uh, so need that, <laughs> someone needs to hold the bag. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Some second-string punter needs someone to punt to during practice. <laughs> so, no, I, I you know, I, I will say I hope that he's not on the roster. Um. Whether I actually think he'll be on the roster, I have no idea. I, but I just I think his 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 uh, his time is come and gone. It's it's time to move on. The guy needs a fresh start. I even think Dinninger even said that last year. Like he's he's, he's like so screwed up in the head that like I mean he needs a, he needs a clean start. Right. Well, I mean, when you think about it, we we got we picked up AJ Brown. Yep. We have Devontae Smith, Quez Watkins, um, Zach Pascal, who is, um, which one call his boy? Um, yep. <laughs> Sirianni's. You know what I mean? What's that? Sirianni's boy. Yes, Sirianni's boy from Indianapolis. Yep. So, so that's four right there. And what, they usually keep, what, five or six? Yeah, they're about so, you know, he's battling with everyone else for that number five spot. Yeah. And they'll probably find someone or sign someone, you know, throughout training camp. They usually do. They'll, they'll Someone will get waved and picked up. And, um, yeah, I just, I, I, you know, 
Yeah, I think for the good of the Eagles and the, for the good of Jalen Rager, he should not be on the team this year. Yeah, the, the other wide receivers that are in camp are Greg Ward, Deion yep. Kane, John Hightower, Devin Allen. Devin, Bre- Devin False Start Allen. <laughs> exactly. Um, Britton Covey, Carrick Wheatfall, and Lance Lenore. There's, a, there's some household names right there. Yeah. Well, who was, oh, yeah, the Britton Covey dude's the dude from what, Utah, who's just. Just has like, as Chris Sims would say, two rockets up his ass. Um, whether he can play NFL football, I've never heard that expression before. Two rockets on his ass, up his ass. Uh, yeah, he's uh, that Britton Covey is only uh, five eight. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You better be faster if you're that size. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're gonna get crushed. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, that that will be an interesting battle. We'll have to keep um, our eyes on. Yeah, but certainly the the wide receiver room is a lot better this year than it was last year. That's no, yeah, I think definitely you know that the pickup of AJ Brown really gives them. You know, when you think about, it, there wasn't like that senior leader um, among that that wide receiver group, and you know, I think that really kind of solidifies that somebody that you know the other guys can learn from and you know be a role model and all that good yep. stuff. So. And a guy who's just kind of a, a volume catch guy, right? I mean, who can who will get you, if he stays healthy, you know, 80, 90 catches. Exactly. You know, you need you need, you need need guys like that who aren't tight ends. Nothing against tight ends. <laughs> so. All right, what's question number two, uh, John? Question number two, um, what will the, the – what should the rush-to-pass ratio be this year? As, as – uh, most Eagles fans know uh, last year it went from like ninety ten to you know ninety pass to ten rush, basically flip flopping to you know ten pass ninety rush, and they ended up leading the league in in you know every every rushing category imaginable. Right. Where do you know where should the Eagles land in terms of uh, you know rush to pass ratio this year? Yeah. I- you know, I think the you know the the offensive line is still the you know pretty much the same, uh, pretty good unit, and um, I think you know it. I don't want Jalen uh, Hurts rushing all that much because seeing as how he was the leading rusher for the team yeah. last year, yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I would like to see more rushes than pass. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Yeah, I, w- I will take a uh, – I would be content with like a 60-40 kind of ratio. Right. Something tilting yeah, more towards the rush and taking advantage of uh, the stable, as they say, of uh, running backs between uh, Miles Sanders, Kenneth Kenny Gainwell, Boston Scott, Jason Huntley. And I think people, uh, people on local radio, I think, are pushing for the return of um, – What's his face? Um, God, Miles Sanders. What's that? Miles Sanders, Boston no, Scott, Kenneth. No, Gilles. who's uh, good lord? The, the, I can't think of the name of the running back who we always wanted to get the ball but never got the ball enough. Uh, Jordan uh, Howard. Yes, the return of Jordan Howard because he is currently unsigned by us. Yes. yes. Um. Yeah. Actually, last year they were uh, five fifty rush, four ninety four pass. Yeah, 
So, and you, you know, when you factor that in, um, that Jalen hurts, there's sometimes when he tucked it and ran, right. So there's probably yeah. more, um, it's probably when you think of it, just about right at 50, 50. Yep. Yep. So. All right, moving on to item three, unless there's anything else you want to talk about in terms of rush-pass ratio. No, I'm good. All right. All right, here's more of an observation. This is a name that I want to hear a lot less of this year that we heard way too much last year in the, you know, in the uh, Philadelphia media news and whatnot in terms of the Eagles. We already talked about Jalen Rager. Oh, didn't <laughs> No, uh, speaking of just not living up to expectations, this one, uh, Jonathan Gannon. I think that is a name I hope we hear a lot less of uh, this year. Um, um, meaning that if the defense is doing well, you really don't talk about it kind of thing? Exactly. Right? right. All you right. talk about is Hassan Reddick had three and a half sacks. Javon Hargrave, you know, blew up a ton of plays. Uh, Kaiser White was just an amazing get for, uh, you know, kind of a quiet, uh, acquisition from the, uh, from the Chargers. Not, uh, not Kaiser Sensei? No, he's dead, isn't he? <laughs> Didn't he die? Yes, I believe so. Okay. Yeah. Uh, for those that I, don't know, that is a reference to the film, uh... Usual Suspects. Usual Suspects. Thank you very yes. much. Yes. Uh, I'm sorry, I, I interrupted you, but um, no, 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 no. I, yes, I, I am looking forward to the two Florida State guys that we drafted on defense. Um, you uh, know, I think, Georgia. Everyone in the state of Georgia oh, I'm just sorry, yelled not at you. Florida State, not Florida, yeah, not Florida State, Georgia. I apologize. Um, you know, those guys, the lineman is going to take up a lot of room, and I think we needed that uh, up there with um, Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis. Yep. Yes. Um, so we need a top tier uh, other lineman. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. Um, yeah, I think you know. I think the big thing over the past couple of years is uh, the secondary, right? Yep. And so hopefully we've solidified that. We made a couple signings and um, kept some good guys. Got rid of some you know scrubs, and yep. we we are going to be better this year. Yeah, so for we will have the Philadelphia Eagles will have a new strong safety in uh, Jaquiski Tart and a new cornerback uh, in the name of James Bradbury, who used to who was on the New York Football Giants last year. They let him go, um, and the Eagles quickly picked him up, much to the uh, collective cheer in the Philadelphia area. As soon as Bradbury was released. Uh, I, I don't think there was a, a moment lost where people were just like, sign him, sign him, sign him. And that's what Howie did. Howie went out and got him. Um, so good on Howie for uh, shoring up what was a touch-and-go squad last year. Not a terrible squad, but definitely lacked depth. Yeah, I think if you look at the progression over the past couple of years of the secondary, I mean, I, I just go back to maybe two or three years ago where other wide receivers would just be running free through the, you know, um, secondary. And I think each year we've gotten a little bit better. Um, and, you know, we need that uh, person on the other side of uh, Slay to, um, you know, 
prevent, sure that prevent teams from just putting you know the, their number one receiver opposite of uh, big play slay. Yeah. The the one thing I did notice in like looking at the uh, uh, defensive back unit, you look at all the you know, the kind of who slated to start this year between Slay, Tart, Harris, Bradbury. None of those guys are Eagles draft picks, <laughs> which kind of tells you something. Tells you a couple things, right? Either they don't value those players in the draft too much, or they really suck at drafting defensive backs, or both, or both. Yes. That could be, you know, one of those positions. You know, the Eagles are kind of funny, you know, about stuff. They don't believe in drafting linebackers. You know, they don't like keeping people over 30 years old. You know, yep. they they have some um, quirky uh, things that sh- the numbers may prove out. But, yeah, you're right. Um, uh, they do not draft well. Yeah, because you look at the defensive line, Brandon Cox was a draft pick. Cox, uh, Brandon Graham was a draft pick. Fletcher Cox was a draft pick. Derek Barnett was a draft pick. Josh Sweat, Jordan Davis, uh, Milton Williams. You know, you kind of go up and down the, uh, the the their depth chart. It's all draft picks. But then you get into, like you said, linebackers and DBs. Not many. Right. Not many. Right. Now, it, it is interesting. There are, you know, Barnett's from Tennessee, Teron Jackson's from Coastal Carolina. Josh Sweat is from Florida State. Fletcher Cox is from Mississippi State. Jordan Davis is from Georgia. Javon Hargrave is from South Carolina State. Kobe Smith is from South Carolina. They like that, the, that Southeast, yeah. you know, Georgia, Mississippi, Tennessee area. Yeah, no one from Utah or uh, Oregon on that uh, right. defensive unit. Right, exactly, exactly. Um, all right, let's move on to the next one. So next thought is just rookies playing a role this year. I think, um, you know, I think we do need the rookies to, I think, you know, long story short, I think Jordan Davis, Nicobe Dean, I think those guys will end up, you know, by the time we hit mid season, I hope, I hope that they're, you know, they see a lot of snaps. I think we need to see them, you see a lot of snaps from them. Right. Right, yeah, Jordan Davis and Nicobe Dean, you know, those are two guys that, you know, I previously said I'm really looking forward to seeing them play. I think Nicobe Dean could be one of those guys that, you know, he was kind of underrated in the draft, and he could come in and, you know, make uh, make an impact. I mean, he, he is a little short at 5'11", but, um, you know, I think he can definitely be an impact player. Yep. Uh, the part I'm curious about is, and I have not seen this in any kind of like uh, Eagles news media or whatever. No one's kind of reported anything. What his um, his health status is right now? Because that's you know, to your point a moment ago, he fell in draft mostly because of I think they said a supposed pectoral tear. Um, but from everything I've heard and read and seen, you know, he got through all the train, you know, kind of the. The mini camps and now he's in the training camp. There's no mention of like being sidelined. So there, he seems okay right now. Yeah, yeah. No, I've had a number of those uh, pec tears, and um, you're just a pec tear machine. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah. I, that is an injury that's uh, you know it takes a while to heal. 
Um, but hopefully, you know, it's, he's all healed and ready to go. I haven't seen him on any injured list, so no, no, I imagine no. he should he should be good to go. He just looks like, I mean, those two just look like studs. I mean, Jordan Davis and Kobe Dean. I hope those guys just, you know, in a year or so are just laying waste. They, Basically like they did in college football. Exactly. They are what you call serious football players. Yeah. They don't screw around. It's just like I said, as far as the draft, like, hey, Howie, just look at the all-SEC team and yeah. just draft those guys. Yeah, just go up and down. Yeah, if, just go on to the next guy. If that one guy's taken, go to the next one. Right. No no drafting people from the Mountain West. No. Or the, or the Sun Belt. Or, or the uh, what's left of the Pac-12, Pac-8, Pac-6. The, the Pac-12 minus 2. Minus two that are now evidently the entire city of uh, what Los Angeles is relocated to the East Coast somehow. <laughs> I did hear that, they, uh, that, that uh, the football coach at Oklahoma State, I guess they had a meeting of all the coaches and, you know, Texas and Oklahoma are going to the SEC and the Texas and Oklahoma coaches were there. And Gundy was like, hey, why are the why are you guys here? Like you guys are leaving. What? Yeah, get out of here. Yeah. So, thought that was funny. Uh, but yeah, that's another. We can talk about that another time. Yeah, that's a, that of is the. Like, uh, that's just that'll be. Know, a, I can't wait to see what happens with uh, when UCLA and USCS start crisscrossing the nation. They just start dropping games like crazy because they're all jet lagged. Right. Yeah. I think what's going to end up happening is there's going to be. Uh, one conference called like the Big Fifty Seven, and Notre Dame. Yeah, and the Big One, the Large One. Notre Dame will still be holding out. Yeah, no, we're not joining the conference. <laughs> so yeah, I, I don't know. get it. What just because of NBC is that the only? Re- I mean, I just yeah. Anyway, they're they, they just like to think that they're special, special, different, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, moving up on to item five. This is kind of a a hope. I'll put it in the category of a hope or, you know, this should happen. Whether it does happen, I don't know. The Eagles need to lay waste to the NFC East. <laughs> this, this year, I mean, every other team in the, in the NFC East just looks like a train wreck. Yes. And yes. I'm not saying they're going to go undefeated in, in, the, uh, um, in the NFC East, but... Ah, they need they need to like take control, right? Right. Yeah. The uh, I mean, the Redskins. I mean, when you're counting on Carson Wentz to be your quarterback, enough said, right? Yeah. You mean uh, the Commandos? <laughs> yes, the Commandos. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the Giants are still, I mean, in disarray. Yep. That's a nice uh, way of putting it, by the way. I'm trying to be polite to our giant friends out there. Um, And then the Dallas Cowboys, you know, they're just, you know, they'll probably do their same thing. They'll come out really good, you know, win three or four games in a row, and then just fade the rest of the season. Yeah, they'll peak early. They'll peak early like they always do, and then they'll make the playoffs and then lose in the first round. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) They, the Eagles, yeah, the Eagles just need to di- just quickly dismantle uh, that division because there's 
I saw, I think on Bleacher Report, they had on their stupid power rankings, they had the Cowboys at 9 and the Eagles at 15. I just don't get it, but anyway. Uh, let's move on from that. Let's, yes. uh, so the, as, as some people have seen, the Eagles came out with black helmets. Don't care. I want the Kelly Greens. Give me Kelly Green. That's Kelly all I got to say. Uh, I have heard that the Kelly Green jerseys will be making an appearance, not this year, but next year. Oh, they better. So that is something that everyone would like to see. I think it's just going to be one, a, a one-game you know, special jersey. But, um, yeah, that's what uh, that's what I have the scuttlebutt is. Yeah, what will happen is that it, they'll, they'll go up for one game and then the, the sales of those, you know, uh, jerseys or hats or whatever will be off the charts. And then someone will notice that and, you know, they'll start considering like, yeah, maybe you should go back to the Kelly Green. Well, yeah, I think that's that's the reason why they're doing it to give people a reason to go buy another jersey, right? Yeah, I, I need to go buy I need to go buy another uh, Reed Sinet jersey. My my <laughs> my dark green and white one just isn't holding up. I need a, I need a Kelly Green Reed Sinet, and I don't even know if I'm pronouncing his name right. Sinet? Yes, what is I don't even know how to pronounce his name. Yeah, that that is uh, kind of interesting. You bring that up. Like, where do you, where do you make the cutoff line? As far as who you know, you're going to make a jersey or you're not. I wonder how that pro- what that process is, right? Yeah, like, I've, I I've never been a big jersey guy. I got a decent amount of like sweat, you know, sweatshirt here and there, and a t-shirt here and there. Um, but that, that's about it. You know, hats obviously, but I just I have three hats only because the other two are just so worn out that uh, I had to get another one. But you know. I don't throw them away, but they just sit there. But I don't know why I don't throw them away, or at least send them to Goodwill. But I, I will, I will cop to um, buying a Zach Ertz jersey, and I wore it once to a game, and then I gave it to my son Jack, oh. and he gave it to some girl who was a big Eagles fan. <laughs> some girl, some girl, yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, I think when it comes to Eagles paraphernalia, uh, I will never uh, wear two things at once. I've, re- I've, I've, you know, I've noticed that like if I have the sweatshirt on, I'm not wearing the hat. If I have the hat on, I'm not wearing a sweatshirt. If you have two items on, I feel like that's kind of overkill. Right. But you right. got to eat. Just I got to stick to just one one item. I get I feel weird if I'm wearing two or more. Right. Right. Especially when the you know you wear a jersey and the football pants, that looks yeah. a little weird. <laughs> yeah, or the officially licensed like socks. <laughs> right. Exactly, or the helmet. Or that yeah. definitely looks weird. Would that be weird? Yeah, <laughs> I'm actually surprised I don't. I don't have a helmet around here. I thought at some point maybe I, I would have guessed I would have had one by now, but I'm not into spending four hundred bucks on a football helmet. That's what they go for. I don't know what they go for. Anyway, uh, let's push on to item seven. Yes. So this one, this one's a little, uh, a little take requires a little more setup. So if folks remember last year, you know that this is kind of rooted in uh, um, item number three when we talked about Jonathan Gannon and the defense. So last year, 
in the first half of the season, the Eagles went up against some pretty good quarterbacks named Matt Ryan, Jimmy G, Pat Mahomes, Tom Brady, David Carr, uh, and the Super Bowl winning Matthew Stafford, all within, I think, the first eight weeks. And they gave up a shit ton of points and yards to the point where I think all of those guys were pitching about 85% completion percentage in each of their games. This year, it's looking a little different. (laughs) Uh, Zach Wilson, so the Jets, uh, the Browns who, you know, flip the coin. It's, it's not going to be, uh, Mr. Watson. It's not going to be Mr. Bakerfield. Uh, I don't know who the quarterback is going to be there. Tua? No. Nah. Jared Goff, Kirk Cousins, Trevor Lawrence. Whoever the, who's the starting quarterback for the Steelers this year? I have no idea. The Bears, the Saints. Well, yeah, I mean, the season starts off at Detroit. So, uh, the, uh, Jared Goff. Jared right? Goff. Kirk Cousins. Uh, yep. Minnesota's second week. Uh, Carson Wentz. Yep. Then uh, versus Jacksonville, the Doug yep. Peterson game. Yeah, the Peterson Bowl. That's uh, what, Trevor Lawrence? Yep. And then Kyler Murray at Arizona. Yeah, make sure Kyler gets his four hours a day of, uh, of film study contractual or else there goes his $230 million. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, my God. Um, and then we have uh, Dallas and then a bye week and then Pittsburgh. And then we start, we start that Pittsburgh, Houston, Washington, Indianapolis. That's, yep. I mean, where we got to make some hay. But, yeah, the schedule's a little soft in the beginning. Yeah. Well, and not just that, too. It's like we're not going up against – the Eagles aren't going up against, like, elite quarterbacks, really, like they did last year. Right. Um, right. Which, obviously, in the NFL, if you're an elite court, if you have an elite quarterback, chances are you're a really good team. But, um, yeah. You just don't even, you know, even in the preseason on into the regular season, it's it's not they're not going up against a ton of good quarterbacks this year. Right, right. There's oh. no doubt. Houston, um, you know, I don't even know who's playing there after they dealt the massage guy. Yeah, <laughs> Indy is going to be Matt Ryan, right? They dealt. So yeah. They, they, yeah. You play Matt Ryan with Indianapolis, and then Aaron Rodgers the next week. Aaron Rodgers um, is the only one that kind of puts like you know the fear of God in like the players, right? Other than that, it's just kind of, eh, right. you know. The, right. the next yeah. one after that is is you know, Mister Four Hours, Kyler Murray in Arizona. I mean, other than that, it's it's all just you know mid level to the low level quarterbacks. Right. Yeah. New York, Chicago. I mean, these are all teams that are kind of New Orleans are all kind of a mess as far as yep. quarterbacks. Yep. Yep. So you're right. Um, and also it's, you know, it's not just a mess as far as quarterbacks, but quarterbacks coming into a brand new system, right? Their first yeah. year. In yeah. The system. Uh, that's you a know. great way of looking at it. Yep. I didn't think about that, but yeah. First year quarterbacks at that team. Yep. Right. Right. I mean, it's, you're basically looking at, even if you look at it, you know, first and second year, right? I mean, if you look at, if you take it at first and second year or a partial, you know, they did a partial first. I mean, it's, there's aside from Aaron Rodgers and you know that quarterback for that team in uh, Texas that's not from Houston. Uh, there really aren't. Yeah, again, there aren't many established quarterbacks. So. Right. 
New Orleans, Chicago, New York, um, Indianapolis, Matt Ryan, but it's a new system. Carson Wentz at Washington. New system. Uh, new guy uh, there. Houston, Pittsburgh. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, let's be honest. With the Peterson Bowl, that's what, game four for Dougie Fresh and, and Trevor. I mean, they're going to still be learning how to dance a little, right? I mean, it's right. Right. Well, the Jackson, yeah, the Jacksonville franchise has been kind of a wasteland for a number of years. Yep. And Doug Peterson's a good coach, but he's not going to get him turned around in four games. No, no, no. I wish him luck. I, you know, I, I do. I think, you know, I am a Doug Peterson fan. He did bring us the Super Bowl. So, right. Right. The one thing I am concerned about is Indianapolis has Matt Ryan. If Matt Ryan gets hurt, you know who the backup is. Uh oh Nick, uh Nick Foles. Oh, oh that's right. Okay. I was thinking it was um gosh, what's his Chase Daniel? Isn't he Chase Daniel still running around the uh yeah, the NFL somewhere? Yeah, he's probably you know, a guy who's played in three games over the past five years and has probably banked about forty million. Yeah. I think it's actually more than that. I think Chase Daniel is I think he's over a hundred million now in uh, career earnings. Um, Here we go, Chase Daniel. Career earnings are drum roll, please. Oh, oh yeah, forty-one million in, in uh, career earnings this year. Oh, what did I say? Forty million? Yeah, yeah. Look at you. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I do in the off season, John. Is I study yep. reserve quarterbacks' career earnings. Yes. No. That's uh, you're just on. Uh, footballtransactions.com or something like that constantly. Yes, it's a it's been a long off season, John. Yep. Yeah. Um all right, but, next yeah. question. Next one. Okay, so this is this is a question. Uh again, we're not a, we're a no prediction zone, so but for the Philadelphia Eagles, who needs to be the MVP this year that's not named Jalen Hurts? <laughs> Rick, you're uh, yeah, that's um, that's a good one. You know, I really think if Miles Sanders has a breakout year, oh, we're going yeah. to be really good. Uh, that's a good one. That's not what it. Uh, that's not where my brain initially went. But um, where, yeah. uh, where, where where's your uh, where did your brain go? Uh, you know, I was uh, I was very conflicted on this. Hello, Ellie. That's Ellie the dog <laughs> chiming in. Um. Hi, Els. She's saying hi to the world. Um, gosh, I don't know, actually. I kind of leaned, you know, Devontae Smith, but that seemed too obvious. Um, and part of me was like Slay, but I was like, no, nah. I, I was really kind of all over the place. But I think your Miles Sanders answer is is probably a really good one. I mean, there's no doubt that my Lotta and um, Lane Johnson will be just tremendous, and they'll they'll be just studs at both tackle positions. So, I mean, and Kelsey will be Kelsey. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna steal your thunder, and I'm gonna go Miles Sanders as well. If Miles Sanders can put up, you know, even like 900, 800, 900 yards, because they're not gonna give him it, you know. The carries like they do on other teams, of you know, with players who are over a thousand yards, they're just not. It's not the way they roll. Right, right. Um, no, I'm with you. But if they can get him, because what was he? How many yards did he have? He probably had what, like 
500 or 750 yards last year. If he can have an, an additional, yeah, I'll say 150 yards, so he gets around 900, 950, 200 yards. I think that would be fantastic. Well, yeah, not just that, but stay healthy. He was out there for yeah. a couple of games. So that's a great segue, Rick. Nice work. My next question is, what player can the Eagles not afford to lose during the season? Like, if there's one player, it's like, oof. Uh, I would say Jalen Hurts. Uh, damn it, I forgot to put that uh, condition in there. Not named Jalen Hurts. Uh, not named Jalen Hurts? Yes. Um, I would say uh, Darius Slay. Interesting. Good choice. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, he's a lockdown, just... lockdown corner, the best corner on the team. If if he gets hurt and he's out for an extended period of time, um, you know, the, the the best wide receiver on the opposing team is going to have a field day all day long. So, yeah. What I do you think, John? I, you know, I was actually going to go uh, um, Mayalata, the left yeah. tackle. Jordan Mayalata, the left tackle. A little obvious, but at the same time, your backup left tackle is Andre Dillard, who's just proven not to be a a good left tackle, you know, backup at this point. Um, and I think that would just the ripple effects of Mylotta going down would be huge. Right. Um, right. No, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. So, you know, you go, you know, up and down every other position. You have a pretty good kind of second or third, you know third stringers behind most of those guys. I mean, another obvious one is Jason Kelsey. If Kelsey, every time Kelsey comes out of the game, I, I think I hold my breath. Um, yeah, but usually when he comes out of the game, he goes right back in. Yeah. He probably just needs to get a beer and come back in. And that's pretty much about it. <laughs> exactly. exactly. So, uh, all right, Rick, uh, that's, that's my nine. Do you have a 10th by chance? Do I have a 10th? I think for yeah, our 10th, I, I think we should go game by game. And say if it's going to be a win or a loss. I know uh, we don't do predictions. Yeah, we'll do it. I think one we time need to register. Yep. What what our win total will be for the year? All right. We'll 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 dip our toe in the prediction pool, and you know we we should document this and see how we do at the end of the season. Oh yeah, definitely. It, it, chances are we'll be perfect, but you know. Um. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's uh, first one. Detroit at Detroit. Uh, win. Win. Here, I'm gonna, uh, hang on. I want to write this down. I'm writing it down. Don't worry. Oh, you're writing it down? Oh, yeah. Okay, I got great. two pens in my hand. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, uh, versus two. Minnesota. Minnesota, Monday night. What are you, think? what are you thinking? Uh, I'm going to say a win. Yep, I agree with you. Uh, at Washington, the Commandos. The Commandos, that's got to be a win. Yep, I'm right there with you. Uh, versus Jacksonville, so home versus home. Jacksonville. Uh, that's a win. Yep. Uh, at Arizona, so they're traveling a few time zones to play, uh, you know, Mr. Four Hours. Uh, Kyler Murray and yep. Zach Ertz. Yep. I'm going to say that's going to be a loss. Yep, agree with you. Uh, Sunday, October 16th versus Dallas, home. Sunday night game. Yep. I'm gonna, I mean, you got to say that's a win, right? Yep. Sure do. 
Sunday, October 30th versus Pittsburgh. So home game versus Pittsburgh. Uh, win. Yep. Agreed. Uh, at Houston. Win. Win. Uh, versus uh, the Washington Commandos. Commandos at home Monday night. Yep. Win. Uh, that would be a win. Yep. Uh, at Indianapolis. Uh, I'm going to say that's that's a loss. Yep. And so will the next game uh, yep. versus Green Bay, Green Bay. Green Bay Packers home Sunday yep. night. Yep. I'm calling that a loss. Yep. Uh, versus Tennessee. You know, Italy, I don't know enough about Tennessee, but I feel like they're pretty good. Yes. But they're, I think they'll be pissed off coming off of Green Bay. So I think that's going to be a win, in my opinion. Rick, your thoughts? Um, I'm with you on that. That's a All win. Right. Uh, I think we know the next three. At New York, at Chicago, at Dallas. Right. Uh, uh, at least same. two, if not three. So, yeah, so... I'm going to go win on all three. I'll go win, win, loss. Oh, you're saying at Dallas? Okay. At Dallas, loss. All right. I'll buy that. Uh, Home against New Orleans, home against New York. So I'm going to say win against New Orleans, and I'm going to say loss against the Giants because there's not going to be anything to play for. Oh, interesting. Okay. All right. So that brings us to uh, 12 and 5. 12 and 5. How about that? Yeah. John, would you be happy with 12 and 5 this year? Uh, I would be content. I would be very content with 12 and 5. Yeah. And that would probably, I I think that would definitely have them winning the NFC uh, East. Yeah. Yeah. The NFC East. Yeah. I, I I think you're probably looking at Dallas probably coming in at nine or ten wins. Right. Um, and obviously the Commandos and uh, the Giants are, are going to lucky to get above seven, I think. Right. Right. No, I'm with you on that. Yeah, we do We do definitely have uh, one of the easiest schedules. Yep. Yep. So. All right. Well, anything else to uh, – think about as the Eagles continue, you know, what, day three of training camp as we wrap things up here at 19096? Um, yeah, I have uh, one thing for you. Um, you have to finish this sentence. Oh, boy. The Eagles will have a great season if... Uh, if... Uh, A.J. Brown has over 1,200 receiving yards. Oh. Okay. Do you want to to put an over-under on uh, touchdowns? Uh, Receiving touchdowns for Mr. Brown? Yes, for Mr. Brown. Um, uh, uh, I'd say your your over-under is probably, what, nine? And if he's catching 1,200 yards of of catches, of, of, you know, receiving yards, I'm saying he's he's going over. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I I think you know if, as soon, again this is all like contingent on health right everyone right. plays 17, 17 games I think you could be looking at someone who's going to be catching you know seventy five to eighty eighty passes uh, and putting up a lot of chunk plays 
and get into the end zone. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I think what Chris Sims had uh, had Brown is what is top, you know, kind of number eight in his uh, receiver ranking receivers. Um, right. And just putting him opposite of Devontae, and Devontae is just going to get better and better. It's yeah. Yeah, I really think you know if it, the better uh, the year AJ Brown has, the better the year Devontae Smith has. Totally. Right? Yep. Yep. Um, just because being a number two. We'll you know, a, a one or a two, we'll call them one and one A, right? Yep. Um, they'll just feed off of each other. Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's 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 almost kind of like uh, you ever take dogs to a dog park. As soon as one gets going, and the second one gets going, it becomes like this dog frenzy tornado that just <laughs> uh, and it just they just feed off each other, and it just becomes an amazing thing to watch. I think that's going to be the same thing, like with the offense. I think you could see if you get AJ and Devonte going, it's just, then, then you start to see, right. Like kind of what you're talking about. Miles Sanders, you know, start seeing holes the size of Texas. Um, and it's just, uh, you know, especially in the NFC East where there's not a lot of high quality teams, it could be some, some serious lopsided, uh, uh, scores. Yes, I I would applaud you for using the dog metaphor because we all know, according to Jason Kelsey, hungry dogs run faster, John. Exactly, yep. <laughs> so, all right, anything else to add as we uh, wrap up? Uh, no, I'm looking forward to the season. It's been a long off season. Uh, yeah. A lot of moving parts, um, but – you know, I think there's a lot with the Eagles to look forward to this season. So I'm looking yeah. forward to it. And to, to anyone who made it all the way to the end of the podcast, thank you for hanging in there with uh, our technical difficulties that we had at the, uh, at the start. Clearly, I need to get some new headphones. Um, so, you know, but, you know, it's, it's like a preseason training camp. This was our kind of preseason training camp episode. A few mistakes at the outset, but, you know, We'll, we'll definitely we'll definitely hit our stride uh, with this podcast by you know week uh, twelve or thirteen. We are clearing the cobwebs, Al. Yes, yes. So bear bear with us. But next week, looking forward to the football season and another year of the one nine zero nine six podcast. That's it for us. We will see everyone next week. Uh, usually, we are on every Wednesday, five thirty Pacific, eight thirty Eastern. So check back, but we'll usually post our episodes, um, you know, a couple of days before. So you'll get a little alert, but uh, we look forward to a fun season. Uh, fly, Eagles, fly. Until then, see you.